Jasper's assemble. There we go. Yay! Yay! Really quiet. Assemble. Assemble. So how close was I on to the beat? You're pretty close. Pretty close. Yes. But I'm gonna keep that. That was good. Yeah. Not bad. We are sponsored by alcoholism. We wish we were. We're and orange fueled slices. by alcoholism. <laughs> and orange, yes. orange slices. Does anybody have any? No. No? Oh. Okay. Who all is joining the Endgame podcast of Avengers? Me. Who's me? Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> Rob, more like Robert Down Syndrome Jr. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. That's, right. That's mean. Joe, you're mean. Oh, and funny. And accurate. <laughs> <laughs> this is Joe from Savannah. Joe. No one cares where you are. Oh, yeah. Good point. This is Alex <laughs> from the delusional world of Zen Law. Okay. I'm Dana from the Quantum Realm. Daniel-san. From Tokyo. <laughs> I'm Adam from Your Worst Nightmare. And Jared. Just Jared. From nowhere. Jared. Just Jared. He, Jared. He just the celestial It could only be Jared. Oh, dear God. Oh, nowhere. <laughs> Jared's from nowhere. Uh, by the way. He minds I, brain matter. Joe, by the way, yes. it cannot be Jared because their prices are overwhelming. We went there to look for Deb's ring. And it was ridiculous. Yeah. Dude, all of those places are ridiculous. That's it's a whole huge racket. It's it's insane. Also, by the way, congratulations on your marriage. I'm sorry I was not able to make up to it. No yeah, problem. Congr- congrats to Jared. He tied the knot over the weekend. Yep, yep. Well, we all wanted to go see Endgame. We had to go spend the day with him instead. We still resent Game him for over. That. So here here's a real question. How selfish are you? Did you know that this was going to be opening weekend for Endgame when you planned this? Sadly, yes. Oh, because you are an evil, evil man. (laughs) Well, so Joe, there's a reason why we planned it this weekend. Because last year, this time was our first date, and we went and saw Infinity War. Mm. So we planned it on the same day that our first date was. So we don't, we only have to remember one date. There you go. (laughs) This movie was scheduled a couple years out. Yeah. Hey, that's pretty cool. (laughs) So let me explain to everyone listening to this, all five of you. There are only two reasons to get married money and citizenship. (laughs) Everything else you can get more efficiently and cheaper without getting married. Especially if you go down the street to ABC Liquor, they've got all of it. Hey, and I have to contradict Alex real quick. I know he can't hear me right now, but Alex, we have more than five listeners. He hears you. According to our recent numbers, we've got like over 100 some odd listeners. We even got some Canadians listening, some Californians listening. So whoever you all out there are listening, thank you for tuning in. Oh, awesome. I guess it's been too long since I've been here. You you forgot about our one Vietnam uh, wrestler. Oh, my God. Wrestler. I wrestled in North Korea. (laughs) <laughs> and, and the one guy from Bangladesh. Oh, yeah, I'll take. Yeah, it. it's it's actually kind of interesting if you look at the graph of our listeners. Graph. It went up exponentially when you stopped participating in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> actually, it went up exponentially with uh, Aquaman. Did it? Yeah. Okay. And since Wet then, Thor? It's Aquaman. Aquaman. Wet Thor. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Speaking of numbers, do you guys want to hear some amazing stats about the movie we're talking about tonight? What movie are we talking sure. about? 
What movie are we talking about? Yeah. We have a topic. <laughs> We're not just the, rambling. The, the ending of games. Ending of games. Yes. So I don't know how accurate this first one is, but there was a couple of different articles I found online that claim this. Guess how many Easter eggs are in this three-hour-long movie? Oh, everyone. Everyone. Take 327. 326. <laughs> 1,247. All right. Jared, what's your guess? 1,337. Sure. That was Adam. <laughs> <laughs> well, Adam did the uh, dollar lower thing and actually yeah. got closer. 209. Supposedly there's 209 Weak. Easter eggs in this movie. Not Weak. enough Easter eggs. I know. They need to redo it. <laughs> well, the thing that amazed me was I looked at the list of the people that vanished. I didn't recognize a single name. What do you mean? Whenever Scott Lang runs to check the uh, pillars that have all the list of the vanished people, oh, there was no I didn't Easter recognize a single name. I didn't either, but I didn't get to look at it very long well that's what i I, you know i'm glad that you brought that up i guess we'll touch on more of that later but i when i saw that scene i was like i can't wait till this comes out on blu-ray or i see it you know on jared flicks or whatever so i can pause this scene and see what names are on there (laughs) if you listen to us and don't realize there's spoilers yeah we we probably we probably should have played that like right from the beginning (laughs) if you haven't listened to us before we spoil everything well we go under easier. the assumption that you have a brain yeah. and that you'll go watch something that we're talking about. Or if you see something that says Avengers Endgame Review and you haven't seen it yet, you're smart enough not to click on it yet. Oh, my God. I don't it know. Have help. you ever read a YouTube comment section? <laughs> I have, which gives me no, pause. I do not anymore. <laughs> I want my brain to not be jelly. I work in customer service. My brain's jelly. gone. Oh, what, what other stats do you have, Joe? I've got a bunch, actually, because it's actually really impressive. Bring the numbers. So a bunch of... A bunch of these are domestic numbers. Uh, this movie has the biggest opening Thursday night domestically in well, history. Yeah. They made $60 million on the Thursday night on opener. Thursday alone. And it, uh, it unseated Alex's favorite movie, which was Star Wars Episode Seven, was the previous record holder. That's only his second favorite movie. Yeah, that's my second. Fa- Thor Ragnarok's second. my favorite. Hey, I want to give <laughs> oh, some perspective right. on that number real quick. We talked about for um, fighting with my family a few weeks ago. That thing just surpassed 30 million like a week ago. After like two months. And it's been out for about two months. Yeah. That's a typical movie. Yeah. Just so you've got a little perspective. A little bit. (laughs) It did twice that in one night. It's it's also broken the record for single gross on a Friday domestic. The Friday sales were $156.7 million. Wow. Million. Million. Yep. It also broke the domestic sale on Saturday, and it also broke the domestic sale on. So it's it's number one, yes, domestically on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and opening week. It's it's yeah. like this thing has all the records. Well, so the Saturday the records. sales, the Saturday sales were 109 million. The Sunday sales were 84.3 million. Mm. This movie yeah. overall was the fastest movie ever to hit one billion dollars domestically. And it did it in five days. It hit one billion in five days. Mm. The record, the record used to be eleven days, and that was set by Infinity War. So this beat <laughs> the record, current record, like doubled. So I'm gonna correct you on that one because I was seeing reports that it hit one point two billion on Sunday. Yeah. Oh, worldwide, maybe. No, yeah, worldwide. Yeah, worldwide. that's that's the global. The, the, yeah, that's yeah. I'm getting to that one. That's oh. global numbers. <clears throat> 
The global numbers just opening weekend was $1.209 billion. Wow. This $1 billion is domestic. It made $1 billion domestic in five days. That's That's insanity. That's insane. No. What Joe's saying is that it made $1.2 billion globally on the weekend. Yeah. On the weekend. But just here at home, it made $1 billion in five days. That means it's at the very oh, least $1.9 billion already. Mm. It wouldn't surprise me. It also had the biggest global IMAX debut, $91.5 million. Mm. That's just the debut showing. It's the, the record of the most domestic theaters. Guess how many theaters this, the, uh, this movie opened up in just in the United States? One million 7, theaters. Man, you guys are stealing all the thunder. <laughs> 4,662 theaters Boy, it opened know. up in. But one thing, this is the coolest thing that I ever, that I, I thought this was the coolest one, and this is the last little numbers tidbit, and we can move on. This movie broke all records. It had the biggest pre-sale ever on Fandango and Adam tickets. Mm-hmm. So much so that minutes after those sites started selling tickets, both sites crashed. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, Joe, I just pulled up Box Office Mojo, Mojo. and foreign is $1.54 billion. billion. Right now. And Sorry. domestic is $427 million. Mm. So, yeah, this will hit $2 billion by this weekend. Mm. Easy. Yeah, it's that's crazy, man. It that's a lot of money. Avatar. It better. For Avatar sucked. Yeah, this movie has got to beat Pocahontas 2.0. It's oh, got no. to. Dances with Smurfs. Yeah, Dances with Smurfs. <laughs> uh, I'm thinking of James Cameron's overall, because he has Avatar and Titanic. And Terminator all at the 2. Top. Yeah, but Terminator 2 does yeah, not hold adds, any records. It adds on to it. The all-time are those. And everyone thinks, oh, the new Lion King's going to break all records. I'm like, no. Really? We're not going to talk about Endgame? <laughs> uh, that, this is where I want to transition. <clears throat> and how much of a global event this is. Massive. People around the world have been not only waiting for this for a year, at least. Mm-hmm. Everyone, like a household name is Steve Rogers, Tony yeah. Stark. Yeah. Even Rocket Raccoon. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like 10 years ago, what, 10% of the people around the world knew who that was? Probably less than that <laughs> because you guys know the reason why Marvel still had Iron Man movie rights and Captain America and all them. Because nobody wanted to make them. Exactly. No one cared. Yep. And are you serious? Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Everyone, they actually did a major marketing campaign with Iron Man to tell everyone that he is not a Mm. robot, (laughs) but he is an alcoholic. Yeah. It's an alcoholic man in a robot suit. So, there is one man, in my view, there is one man who stands behind everything. And the reason this got done. Feige. Kevin Feige, man. He That's is right. the one behind everything. Kevin Feige. <clears throat> if you didn't have that guy. Now, John Favreau, bless his soul. Hmm. He is huge behind it, too. Him and Robert Downey. Yep. But Kevin Feige, was, he's the puppet master yep. behind this whole thing. And said, huh. We can actually keep doing these movies and people like them and we keep dropping small Easter eggs and little hints and mixing all these movies. Now they have 22 and Feige confirmed that Spider-Man Far From Home is the actual end of the quote unquote Infinity Saga, which is what they're calling all these movies. Oh, so there's one more to add to this. 23 straight movies. 
And having a, or yeah, Iron Man Far From Home, Spider-Man Far From Home being the <laughs> tail end of it isn't a bad idea because it's kind of like an epilogue or aftermath. Yeah, it does seem like that. The problem is, is when they released that trailer, didn't they also say that that was pre-Infinity War? No. Mm-mm. No, they never, they never clarified that. We talked about it on the podcast, We but also it, said it wasn't clarified. Based off of... The trailer for Endgame, the trailer for the new Star Wars, the trailer for Infinity War. You cannot believe trailers anymore. No. They are yeah. to entice you to go to the theater and spend yeah. your money. They are not to inform not telling you about you what the movie is about. They're not telling you a story. What are you talking about? Hulk was at the Battle of Wakanda. <laughs> he was. Extended edition. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> so the only preview for this movie I watched was the very first teaser trailer that came out, and I didn't watch anything else i purposely avoided all Mm -hmm. anything to do with this movie so that was the only preview i had and i'm glad i did that really if you're a fan and you know i'm gonna go see like for instance spider-man far from home Mm -hmm. you should only watch the very first trailer to say yeah that looks like they're gonna do a good job and then stay away from everything right because just go and be surprised yeah that's what i also tried to do with endgame as much as possible but so that completely goes against science because there's actually been a study that proved that most people enjoy movies more whenever you spoil them, as long as it's actually a legitimately good movie. So is that like Scientology science? I think it's <clears throat> junk science. Okay. I have another yeah, name that nobody knows. Ready? Sarah Finn. Does anyone know who Sarah Finn is? Sarah Finn, like F-I-N-N. Sarah Finn. No. Well, she needs to be commended as well. She is the one. Casting director? She is the lady who has cast all of these movies. Oh, it sounds like an anime name. No, it's her real name. (laughs) Like Sarah Finn. She actually has orange hair and sits in the middle of the (laughs) class. She's a ginger, but it's all good. I... I think you got to praise her because these characters. Did she she cast all of them? She cast all movies wow um there was, yeah i think there was one that she good did. job very good job she did not Probably. cast the incredible hulk movie with uh, well you know you wouldn't like me when i'm hungry <laughs> that movie you mean the story about how a um colored man destroys the bronx by beating up a white man <laughs> he is colored he's the captain planet color and he's not smart hulk let's go from there boom yeah boo Boo! Boo! I did not like that at oh. all. Oh, someone. You Get out. Get out. <laughs> if you read the Infinity Gauntlet series, he is Professor Hulk in that. So he's book smart and he speaks. That. He's not Just... Savage Hulk. I lo- so I thought okay, that was so... a nice little bit of fan service, making him Professor Hulk without saying I that. I nerded out a lot yeah. about that. When he's taking the selfies with the kids, I was yeah. like, that's hilarious. <laughs> well, yeah, and then because Scott Lang was like, I'm Ant-Man, do you want more yeah. of me? And, and the like, kids are mm, like, no. 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 <laughs> Aren't you dead? God, I, I love, we, Dave and I have some friends in a wrestling chat that we talk to. Shout out to y'all. And uh, one of them was like, I'm not watching Ant-Man, any of them. I don't like Paul Rudd. I'm like, what? Those are awesome movies. And he's fantastic in Endgame. I'm sorry, but that is a stupid reason not to see a movie. I know what I said. Oh, and by the way, you won't understand the plot. <laughs> because Ant-Man is kind of important to this plot. He's kind of very important. <laughs> yeah. Wait, Alex, what did you think of Smart Hulk? 
So, uh, <laughs> he irritated me at points, but he was kind of necessary. Yeah. And I actually liked that they didn't explain him. And I'm in a really unique situation with this crew. Well, because within did. the last 24 hours, I have both read Infinity Gauntlet, the comic, <laughs> and within the last, what time is it? About hour and a half, I've seen Endgame. Again. Yeah, again. Yeah. So (laughs) I have all everything fresh, but the more I think about it, the more I go, there is no way that they can actually explain getting turning uh, Banner and the Hulk into Professor Hulk that people will accept. So if you have a no win situation, but you kind of need to go there anyways, why not just skip it and go? Yeah, it happened. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Kind of like... Uh, Nobody needs the explanation. He'll be like, oh, he's a scientist. He figured it out. Good for him. Kind of like when uh, Don Cheadle showed up as Brody in Iron Man 2, and they're like, hey, look, <laughs> yeah, I'm here to deal with it. Let's move on. Right. <laughs> like, yes. Cosmetic surgery is amazing. That's right. <laughs> well, he, he he did explain it a little bit. There was, Briefly, yes. Yeah, but there it was, was one There of was good science. writing because he was like, I realized, you know, I needed both of these things. Right. So... He explained it in like 15 seconds and yeah. then moved on. So I did gamma radiation test number 47 and it worked. Cool. <laughs> Which Can is perfect. Which is perfect and goes yeah. back to something we've talked about many times on this podcast where like massive or small plot holes can be easily fixed with yeah. the 15 seconds of writing. Yeah. Like, hey, purple-haired lady, why don't you tell the guy that's trying to uh, cause a mutiny oh, that you've got a freaking no, plan? No Star Wars in this part. Yeah. Please. No purple-haired ladies either. So speaking of The Last Jedi, and this is actually something I thought about while I was watching the movie. I assume all of you... No one's ever really gone. Yeah, no. I assume all of you hated Endgame because the time travel is not scientifically accurate. And you're comparing it to how the ship movement wasn't scientifically accurate in The Last Jedi. No. No, I just wanted to point that out to everyone. Because it wasn't, it wasn't featured. Time travel wasn't no, featured. I mean, you're talking about. The I don't complain about time travel and time travel movies. I love it. I th- regardless yeah. of how idiotic they present it or well they present it, I love time travel in movies. It's a great concept. It doesn't have to make sense. Uh, it's it's something that I can very let, easily let, practice a suspension of belief and just enjoy. Before we put Daniel on, yeah, I just want to put, put one rule right. on that I always go by. I go by the rules that the universe creates. So if they yeah. say that cottage cheese runs through our veins, I just accept it yeah. and run with it. So until they go, oh, well, now blood runs through our veins. That's when I throw a fit. So, as long as it's consistent with the universe, I don't care what they do with science. Okay, go ahead, Daniel. But science cares. Anyways. No. No, Last Jedi just threw every physics textbook out the window. That was stupid. Time travel, though. You can do whatever you want with time travel. And I kind of like how they did that in Endgame, how they're just kind of like, me back in the future was nothing but bullcrap. Yeah, pretty much. They just said, yeah, we don't care what anybody else has done. This is how we're doing it. Yeah, and it was great. Now, the completely non-Alex view on this is they didn't undo the snaps, so they could have murdered my family and I would have been fine with it. Kind of. They, they, they undid the snap. the snap. They didn't Hulk prevent Hulk. the snap. They didn't no. prevent the... Yeah. But oh, yeah. according to their rules of time travel, they couldn't. Because right. it's already happened. Because it's already happened. Yes. Everything that... All the ground rules that they set for time travel, they 
adhered to those rules. Mm -hmm. There is nothing wrong with the logic of time travel in this movie. The problem is, time travel doesn't exist, so everyone is just going to say, <laughs> so you well, can, you X can make doesn't it make sense, or B doesn't make sense, or minus squirrel doesn't make sense. Gonna, just, Dude, just gonna it's say science. It. I have a magic squirrel that takes us back in time. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Hello. The she quantum realm is their magic squirrel. Yeah. That's how they make everything make sense in this movie. <laughs> and it does. There's only one thing that happened in this movie that does kind of bother me. Wrong. I mean, I, I wish it didn't, but it well, kind of does. It's Captain Marvel, isn't it? No, I, you honestly, I'm really, really, really happy to see that they kind of limited, like they showed that she was powerful, she was important, but they limited her presence. I was that afraid yeah, that this was just going to be one. a Captain Marvel love letter, and I was ready for that disappointment, and I'm glad that they limited her in this movie as far as her presence on the screen. And it was actually like not only a love letter to the fans, but, you know, hey, all these people that you've been watching on screen for the past 11 12 years we're going to give you a bunch of screen time with them and let you enjoy these characters and see you know what i mean my only problem with this movie was they kept talking about how they couldn't bring nat back because that soul stone you can't undo it you can't undo it and they're they're sitting there talking about how you can't undo it and meanwhile gamora is in half the freaking movie okay that's her from the past so with nat i have a theory on this the reason they can't bring her back is that she's already alive. All right, that's not where I'm going. <laughs> oh, well. Actually, it's very simple. Every time they go for the soul stone, it mentions a soul for a soul. So Steve Rogers returns the soul, yeah. and Nat comes back. Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so she's out well, there, and she understands things. back in... 20 what was it 14 yeah. that she cannot impede with time so she's hiding kind of like how steve rogers lived since the 40s he's just hiding there with uh, uh not sharon peggy carter now, see i have another take on that <clears throat> the movie explains that when you go back in time it makes a new reality so cap lives in a new reality his whole life then snaps back to give his shield from the other reality to Sam. That does explain one of my problems with the movie, which was how did the shield get fixed? Yeah. It's from the other reality. I don't like that answer, oh. but no. whatever. To me, that's the only thing that makes sense according to their rules. Mm. So, I just accept that somehow uh, the shield got fixed. <laughs> yeah. I want to accept that somehow Nat is still alive because I that, love Black Widow. That but is that, a fascinating. I mean, you're, you're, the explanation you guys gave kind of makes sense and i'll buy into it but that that just kind of bothered me like that soul stone is supposed to be the that's end. supposed to be it well, it's supposed to be well, she does have a movie coming up yeah but it's a prequel so you sure i'm pretty sure who knows mm. yeah it's it's an origin story so joe the thing the problem that you have with that is that was gamora before the snap yeah so before he got the infinite the soul stone the first time around so you're yeah. seeing an a younger version of her yeah. for the rest of this movie. And she gets pulled forward into the future with old Thanos. Okay, exactly. so she's just displaced in time, yes. not necessarily because back. Right. Because Thanos okay. time-jumped forward, Hi he brought her with him before he did the first round. It's, so, actually, it's actually Gamora just before she joined Before the she Guardians. joined the Guardians, yes. Yeah. Which is why she eventually says, okay, I'm going to trust this weird... Nebula yep, that's yep, telling me yeah. to fight my father. Okay. Which was also funny because they're looking at Star-Lord being an idiot and she's like, I'm with him. 
and Nebula's yeah, like, exactly. well, it was either him, it was either him or a tree. Or a tree. <laughs> yeah. What's wrong with a tree, bro? I really wanted to hear her say, "Why didn't I pick the tree?" I know that would have been so much funnier. There Go were a couple green. times in this movie where I thought there could be a funny, inappropriate line, but they must have said, "Hey, eh, I'll try to keep that down to a minimum." Yeah. Well, I can't yeah. wait till the extended edition because so much of this movie feels like they kind of chopped something out of it yeah. because it was already three hours. Right. It does feel like there's probably about another half hour that we'll see yeah. extended yeah. scenes. Well, I can well, I know that, Captain, will, that wanna, will explain a lot. Let's unpin Captain Marvel. I know her time on screen got cut. Yes. Oh, and yeah. I'm happy with that. I'm a, yeah. I'm yes. fine with it too. Because honestly, yeah. I hated every moment she was on screen because it was. I don't need all any of you. I can do it all myself. And they let her do it. Yeah. Yeah. And but I'm like, that character- takes away from the fact that you had this entire Avengers team. That's supposed to help. Yeah. Well, ultimately, it makes sense with her character because she's been on yes. her own for 30 years. Exactly. So and I, B, she wasn't the one who saved the day anyway. No. Yeah. I she didn't was. mind, no. like, the part of her at the, the beginning of the movie. Yeah. When she shows up and they're like, she's like, let's go kill him. Let's go kill, kill Thanos. So they do. Yeah. And then she's like, okay, I got to go. And she goes and she's not in the rest of the movie until the end. What I didn't like was when she shows up at the end and does her i'm gonna fly through this ship and destroy it just by being and then completely blows up the ship if she was that strong why didn't she fly around through all the people on the ground and kill them too because she's strong she's not necessarily smart so (laughs) dana's point i understand why he was irritated by it i'm gonna go one step further how the fuck does a woman that is powered by the space stone tank the infinity gauntlet she took a blow by thanos while wielding the infinity gauntlet right and she no sells it she flies through this giant starship and destroys it and then comes down as is wrestling with thanos and he hits her with one stone and she's out and the other thing i was going to say is that i think that which i love her doing wait wait wait. don't don't go over that moment that was a brilliant (laughs) moment to show that Thanos is not an idiot. Yeah. In the right. middle of oh, a fight, is. he grabs a stone off the gauntlet and punches it's her. It's the with power it. stone. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that moment because it's like Ugh. she. I but think villains she was tapping into it, like the gauntlet. She was absorbing the power. That's how she might have been. And that butter, yeah. separated her from it. That's yeah. true. Maybe so that's why he's like, oh, she, maybe so, the space stone was. I giving think her power. that her doing all that overpowered stuff at the end actually detracted a little bit from Tony's sacrifice. Yeah. That because the, if that any, the whole moment where the girls are all on screen, look I mean, at us. We're all care. the female characters. And then she just kind of negates all of them yeah. and does yeah. her own thing. Yeah. That I'm should, like, what the fuck? That should piss off everyone. Because <laughs> yeah. we no longer have the Superman effect where one person makes everyone else irrelevant. We now have the Captain Marvel effect where one person makes the entire universe irrelevant. <laughs> Pretty much. And, Except she didn't yeah, save I, the day. No, Tony was the one who did it. That's right. True. She was not smart enough to grab the gauntlet and be like, okay. Well, why <laughs> didn't she just snap her own fingers? Because she seems to be infinitely powerful and just bring everyone back. All right. All right. I've got an idea. Let's take a chapter out of Feige's book. And that's the last we talk about Captain Marvel for this entire podcast. Let's keep her screen time low on this one, too. <laughs> but agreed. <laughs> Let's move on from... Yeah. You guys talked about it. You brought it up. I want to talk about Tony Stark's sacrifice because that was amazing. Because I loved how earlier Doctor Strange was like, I can't tell you what the one way is because you won't do it. And I kind of figured as soon as he said that, 
yeah. that's what was going to happen. Oh yeah, totally. But man, that talk about an emotional moment yeah. so, where he's unable to speak, which for Tony is a first. And you've got Peter Parker talking to him, and he's not really responding at all. But then uh, Pepper shows up and talks to him, and he looks at her. He can't speak. He can't say anything, but he listens to her, and she says, you're, you're done. There's nothing else for you to do. You can rest now. And he dies. Yeah. And I love that because yes. there isn't any sappy, I love you, oh, or yeah. right. you did the right thing. It's a line from earlier. You can rest. Yeah. Yeah. She also says, you, what did she say? Something along the lines of, you've avenged all of us. Let us avenge you. Something like that, yeah. So is, even with the Doctor Strange setup, I was still surprised by Tony. Were you? Yes. Were you, were you thinking it was going to be I was thinking cab? it was going to be Cab. Yeah. Because a lot of I knew were. they were writing him out. And I knew to- I knew Robert Downey was going to step away, but I figured they'd write him out in some other way. Um, yeah. They did so in the beginning see, of the movie. <laughs> to, so to see him take that after, and it was perfect because yeah. he's the one who's known all along something was happening, and he was the one who always felt that he had to save the day. Right. And in the end, he did. I'll tell you That's what. That's exactly what he was put there to do. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I was kind of in that camp too until he saw. Strange. Uh, yeah. No, no. Until he saw, until Cap was in the past and he saw carter agent carter oh yeah as soon as he saw her in that, that window was, that was i was like no something's something's not right here yep. oh what and, are you guys talking about i knew from way before in fandy war that tony stark was gonna snap it was never gonna be cap yeah 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 whatever <laughs> i read an interview from the writers and they were asked a bunch of questions but one of them they said they always knew Tony was going to die at the end because it started with him. They yeah. wanted to end. And it makes sense. And it's the ultimate arc of his yeah, character. Yeah. That and definitely they, occurred to me. But yeah, part of me was in that camp of, you know, Cap's going to make the heroic sacrifice. Falcon's going to pick up the yeah. mantle and move on, yeah. which he does. But it all in happened a in a much different way. Def- and Cap got yeah. the, the story. He got the life. He got well, everything that he deserved. That was apparently always the plan as well. Yeah. Always give Steve... His dance with Peggy, and it's it's also it's also really cool because it harkens back to the very first Avengers, where you know Captain America is moralizing and talking about how Tony's not the kind of guy to make the sacrifice play. Right. And it, and at that point in time, he wasn't. You know, the, right. you remember the whole exchange, like, "Are you the guy that's going to lay across the wire?" And he's like, "I think I just cut, cut, the, cut wire. the wire." Yeah. Like, there's always a way out. So to see him like fulfill that arc. And make that ultimate sacrifice. Yeah. Like I, it was just really, really cool. There is one thing about Tony Stark's sacrifice that I don't understand. Right before it happened, Stephen Strange points up. One. He said one. one. It was said one. The one. Okay. One way. He was giving Tony, yeah. "This is your chance. This is the one moment." Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That just never clicked at me because I'm like, yeah. "What's <laughs> up in the sky?" What if, what if they yeah. cut to that Tony was, and that it was went. absolutely brilliant how they did that with. <laughs> Because how Strange said, if I tell you, you won't do it. Yeah. And it had to be that moment of desperation when Tony realizes, yeah, it's now or never. And yeah. it's, he it's, says, I'm going to have to do way. this. It's only and, yeah, me. And that's why the look on his face, he realizes, I've got to yeah. sacrifice myself to do it. And there's another, re- there's another really cool behind the scenes thing that I, I read about today. Apparently, Robert Downey Jr. is the only one of the actors that got the complete script. Because uh, usually when they make these movies to keep spoilers from being leaked or whatever, Spider-Man, they only give them parts yeah. of the script. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, Mark apparently Robert. Robert Downey Jr. was the only one 
that had the entirety of the script like well beforehand. Yeah. Interesting. I think that's just really cool that they did that for him. But it's kind of funny at the same time that Tom um, Holland was in the scene where Tony dies because he's the one that always spoils stuff in the news anyway. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You know, back when they shot um, uh, Empire Strikes Back, George Lucas filmed it like three ways. Yeah. So no one would know. The only person you knew was Mark Hamill himself and the dude who was playing Vader. You mean the the I Am Your Father Oh, no, the guy that played Vader thought that he was saying that Obi-Wan killed his father. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He didn't know the actual truth. Yeah, because yeah. his voice was dubbed, so yeah. did he, why did he have to know? Yeah, so yeah. I'm saying if they did that in 81, I think, yeah. 80, something like that. Yeah. you. I mean, they could have filmed 14 different ways of, you know, mm-hmm. Spider-Man dying, Iron Man dying, everyone dying. <laughs> like, yeah. that's what I would have done. Yeah, everyone dies in his movies. Two moments there that we, talk, that we just talked about. Uh, Stark's sacrifice and Cap's life basically those were the only two moments that made me truly tear up they were tear they were heart jerking moments for exactly opposite reasons yeah yeah one was oh my god he's dying and one one was one is oh my god he got his full life out of it one is mourning one is joy yeah people were sobbing and crying in the in oh yeah when we were there opening night people (laughs) yeah how about that when you go like on the Thursday night or the Friday night, and you're in there with the, with the crowd that just is going nuts at every little thing. Mm-hmm. They're crying at all the sad parts. They're cheering and standing up and like shaking their fists. And, and the theater that I was in on Sunday afternoon at two thirty, quiet. Nobody made a sound. Oh, I mean, really? there I, were parts I, where there was some clapping when you know, the big fight, you know, and the and all the portals open and everybody starts coming through to fight Thanos's group. I, that was me. I was yeah. in there in with my you. showing. Yeah. Going, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and stuff like, no one else that. did anything. That was the most yeah. dead group of people I've ever seen. They hardly made a sound. I went on, hmm. we got to go on opening night by some fluke. We found tickets. <laughs> that place, I mean, people were jumping up and screaming during the part when yeah. the portals were opening and each character yeah. came out. That's yeah. slightly annoying. Yeah. <laughs> when I went on opening night, <laughs> because everyone was like, yes! It, it, depends on, it depends on... I want to enjoy my moment of Wong. Yeah. But, <laughs> but it was I couldn't believe how many they brought. That, I was going to say that moment with Cap standing there desperate and beat mm. and then turning to that. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, that was that was like that, goosebumps. That's yeah. straight awesome. from the comics. It, it is. I know, but yeah. I, well, and I don't know that, but yeah. it is. And yeah. it's the most comic book thing I've ever seen mm-hmm. in a movie. Just mm-hmm. that giant pan along all again, of them. Again, fan right, service. Exactly. Fan right service. to Cap, and he just he tightens the thing and says, yeah. There's and so many like, oh. things in this movie that were straight yeah. from uh, Infinity Gauntlet, yeah. Yeah. including the line that it bothers me because every comic book website I see does not attribute this properly. But in Infinity Gauntlet, Thanos says, I am inevitable. Yeah. No website I have seen has picked, that? picked that. Yeah. Huh. The only reason I picked it up was because I read it earlier today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, he had it earlier in the movie, too. This is yeah. I am inevitable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He so says it. Future where they kill him. He says it multiple times. And it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> it's one of those great scenes. And yeah, I really hate journalists. <laughs> but well, again, the, fan service. It, yeah. There's so much fan service in this movie, and he didn't have to do it, but they did it because 
They yeah. did it because it's, just, it's headed up by Feige, and right. he is a nerd. Right. And he wa- he loves these yeah. characters as much as we do, and he had the power to say, I'm not going to let somebody bastardize these characters. Yeah. I'm going to do them right. So can we talk fan service uh, versus some of the other movies that have done fan service? Sure. Because... I want to say that this actually did it right because it didn't mm-hmm. linger yes. on anything. Mm. Like, think of one of the biggest fan service scenes. Whenever Captain America runs into Captain America yeah. and goes, I can do this all day. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. he makes fun of him. He's like, and then yeah, he says, yeah, that is America's ass. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was great that he distracted him during fighting himself. He distracted him by saying, Bucky's alive. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he knew how to get inside of himself's head. Yep. And and speaking of Captain America, going back to see to people erupting in the theater, how much did the, did the theater you guys were in erupt when Cap got Mjolnir? Now that was probably the biggest moment um, in in our theater. There, I did hear people cheering and clapping, oh, and people next to me were all going nuts. But people absolutely went berserk the moment it started yeah. to move because everybody was just like, Wait. you know, everybody you know who's doing coming. it. And it yeah. was like, yes! <laughs> Dude, so, yeah, people, people, to include myself, people lost it in the yeah. theater I was in. It was yeah. like, it, it was awesome, dude. And then Thor's like, I knew it! <laughs> so my opening <laughs> night awesome, experience yeah. was horrible in a way. Because I'm pretty much sure my audience was dead. No <laughs> one made a sound. Wow. But where, where whenever I watched it today, I was sitting next to this couple that... Before the show, they were going, well, I've seen Avengers. I oh, didn't see Avengers God. 2, but no. I watched Infinity War, and I watched this one and this one. And another person going, oh, yeah, well, I watched this one, this one, and this one that you didn't see, but I didn't see the first Avengers. Oh, God, they were amazing to watch. <laughs> like, they were jumping. Like, the Marking one girl out. almost jumped out of her seat yeah. whenever Molnir came to his yeah. hand. Now, see, I wish I could be with them every movie That's a I testament watch. to these movies. You don't have to see them all. You have to have... Uh, even if you have... I disagree. No, I'm saying if you're a casual fan and you I have a family and you haven't been able to see them all, whatever your reasons are, no, I if work. you've seen oh, the ones no. like they were mentioning and you still get something out of this movie... That's good. That's... Yeah. yeah. Endgame... It harkens back to every single one of these movies. It does, and you really should see every them all. Twenty-one movies. There's stuff from Iron Man one in there, tucked right. away that you're like, how do people go and enjoy these movies? I haven't seen yeah. Avengers one. Yeah, but you understand it's kind my of a point, point, right? I do, I do, I do. Yeah, it's it's amazing like, to me that you can yeah. sit next to somebody like that and they're like, woo. Well, yeah. the great like, thing <laughs> about this movie is the only one you have to watch is Infinity, Infinity War. War. Well, and yeah. that's only to really get the snap. And learn a little bit about the characters. Yeah. But other than that, I'll say this much before I go any further. If you go in having watched nothing else and start with Endgame, you're going to hate this movie. Because yeah, you don't you know anything. You don't right. know the characters. It's actually you're gonna not go, true. Why? I know someone who did that. Oh. Went and saw Endgame. Hasn't seen one Marvel movie. Said, yeah, it was, it was okay. So why did you right. take your grandma to this I, movie? I did not take this person. <laughs> I would want to slap but that person. Here's the thing. I have a cousin. She has not watched one MCU movie before, I think it was before Guardians. And I started her through all of them. Mm-hmm. And she has gone to like the last seven or eight with me. 
and loves them. And mm-hmm. she's not a comic book person, but yeah. she loves it. She watched all the Peggy Carter two seasons. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, she loves this stuff. And I'm like, see, you can get almost anybody who is not familiar with the comic characters yeah. to love these freaking movies. It's fantastic storytelling. It's fantastic exactly. storytelling. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and it's I, mostly based off of comics. So anyone who doesn't like comics can <laughs> kiss it. I have never read a comic in my life, and I love these movies. Well, should, I will fix I love the television stuff. You should start. My, They're very good. My my comic book intro was X-Men the cartoon. Mm. So, Jared, I literally that have a hard all... drive in my car that has every single X-Men <laughs> from their start to about, I think it's 2017 or 18. It's a bit much. I'm I'm a Just I'm a Asian visual person, so they're like, visual. I know they're visual, but they they're <laughs> all visual. Shut that up! Is not an excuse. Shut up! I have to use my imagination to read a novel. So I remember my first comic book um, was I can't remember what it was called, but it was kind of like a summary of all the Iron Man suits and like how he made them and everything, mm. and the little underlying technology and stuff. Mm. I was like, "Well, this is awesome!" Wow, mm. so boring. No, <laughs> cool. <Yep. laughs> Go ahead, Joe. That's interesting. Wait, real quick. What was your first comic book? Oh, I don't even remember. A buddy of mine I don't remember in mine either. elementary school collected random comics. They were X-Men and stuff like that. That was long before I ever got into them. So I read them and was like, nah, these kind of suck. <laughs> and then... Okay, so I might as well tell this story. The entire reason I got into comics was because I wanted an investment. That's a good investment. Yeah. So right before you have how right after now? the first X-Men movie came out, I had about $50 and we just got the internet out in the middle of BFE <laughs> where I was raised. So I jumped on eBay and went, "Okay, what can I spend this money on because I don't have a driver's license yet <laughs> and it feels like it's burning a hole in my pocket." So I found this $20 collection of random X-Men comics. Nice. Mm. And since then, I have owned every X-Men comic at some point. I've sold some of them, with the exception of 67 through 93 that were reprints. Mm. I have owned every single X-Men comic at some point. Do you still have number one? No, I sold it. Did you? How many comics do you actually have now? Last count, 14,000. That's what I thought. It's gone down a bit, hasn't it? Didn't you have 17,000 at one point? No. I probably have closer to like 14.5,000. But I'll be honest, since uh, Marvel took their turn to... (laughs) I pretty much (laughs) quit buying. Yeah. Yeah, all these movie stories are quite old. There's not many new things in there. Yeah, really. some, but not many. There are some nods to to things that have happened recently. Yeah. I would have. Oh, that awesome. <laughs> That's what I was about to ask about. That what I heard that there was is it was it just one comic or a whole series where Captain America was it, actually a Hydra agent? It was, a and series. they did a nod to that in the movie when he said "Hail Hydra" to get the the staff. Really, they didn't do a nod to that. They did a nod to um, oh, what's it called, Winter Soldier. No, I I know that because he knew at that point because he had already been through all the stuff. But I was, was I heard somebody was talking about than how the was. I get what you're saying, Alex. Yeah. But it was kind yeah. of a nod to it, it too, sort of. Because how are you gonna? How are else are you gonna get a situation where you can have Cap say that 
and it makes sense. Our theater went yeah. nuts when he did that. Oh, everyone's like, "Yes, it's the comic book." I I just start like my eyes just the most amazing parts of this movie. My eyes got real big, and I would just go like, <laughs> waiting for it, waiting for it. As soon as the elevator opened, I'm like, "Oh my gosh, <laughs> what?" I thought he was gonna beat the. Sh- I was I was waiting for the I was waiting for the does anyone want to get off Yeah, I was yeah. waiting for that too. But the Hail Hydra thing so yeah. much better. It was cool. In my second showing, which was on Friday, um, I heard this. Ooh. Wait, how many times have you seen it so far? Three. I was three. Say, it's three? three. You've already seen it three times. Yeah. Wow, I've only seen it once so far. He also invaded yeah. SmackDown. Um, yeah, that's a story for a different podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but on my second showing, and just so that you know, I only paid for one of them, and that was the one earlier today. Um, five bucks. Yeah, five dollar yeah. matinees are amazing. Whoa. But whenever he went hail Hydra, people were going, "Oh, like he's actually Hydra." And I'm just sitting there going, "No, I'm- you guys are morons." But maybe they're not morons. Maybe they're the idiots who didn't watch Winter Soldier. Maybe. It's like you this is this is my point. If you don't see all 21 movies before you go see Endgame, you're going to miss some things. Right? So speaking of awesome callbacks, there's one in there that I can't wait to see it again so I can pick it up. And I didn't pick this up when I saw it, but I, when I was reading about this movie today, I found this out. So you remember at in the end of the movie at Tony Stark's funeral, mm-hmm. there was Spoiler. there was like a teenage there was a teenage boy standing there that like the camera stopped on him for a little bit and moved yeah. on. Isn't that no the kid from Iron Man three? Yeah, that's the same kid. That's the yeah. actor yeah. that was yeah. the kid from Iron yeah. Man three. And oh, I thought I, that is yeah. so freaking cool. Yeah, it did that not was click. Cool. Yeah. There was a bunch of people around me that were like, who's that kid? And I'm just I, like, I know no who clue. that is. Well, He uh, he grew up. He yeah. did. I but, had no clue who it was. I had to go back and check IMDb to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, I had no clue. I was like, I who's was the boy. kid? I thought it was a little boy from the first, or the er, no, er, second one, where the same with the Iron Man mask. Yep. And he oh. jumps in oh. and That oh, boy from the second one is actually Peter Parker. They've yeah. established that. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. It's nice. not played by Tom Harmer. Holland, but no, it was. Di- yes, yes, I, it was. I will let you have that. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> Not really. Yeah. yeah, they went back and retconned that after Spider-Man: Homecoming, that he was the boy in Spider-Man Two with the mask. Nice. Very cool. All right, you want a cool Easter egg that I had to read about? Sure. Because I had no clue. Bring the eggs. The "I love you" three thousand thing mm-hmm. is an Easter egg. Is it? Oh. <clears throat> There is about 3,000 minutes in the MCU, if you include Endgame. Hmm. Okay. Oh, nice. There is about 900-ish minutes in the DCEU. Hmm. So when he goes up to Pepper and says, so you were she loves me 3,000, and you're somewhere around 900. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> that, is an, that is an inside jam nice. from Marvel. Very cool. That's <laughs> amazing. That hilarious. <laughs> that is cool. That is awesome. That's fantastic. Well, Alex, since you've seen it three times, did you pick up on the storage unit number that Scott Lang's van was in? No, I didn't. I didn't either. What was the it? The unit number for his storage unit was 616. 616. Oh, Okay. Oh well, that's yeah. the. That I, makes sense. I would have guessed that had you asked me. But... <laughs> I never even yeah. saw the number. I guess what's six one six? Earth six one six is the regular Marvel universe. Oh, so every time in the comics when there is yeah. another reality, yeah, our reality numbers it. Oh, and yeah. for okay. some reason we've numbered ours six hundred and sixteen. I 
Yeah. That's never it, been explained, I don't think. But <laughs> Gotcha. Okay. It Makes was sense. explained why it wasn't Earth-1, and that was because the guy that created it, I forget who it was, went, I'm so tired of DC claiming that our Earth is the most important the prime. one. We're just random numbers. We're just one so among many. It, it is yeah. a good random number. <laughs> Makes right. sense. Yeah. <laughs> Who's that to that say that there's one that isn't better than ours? The, the rat is actually Mystique. <laughs> so rat. let's be honest about this movie. Everyone says the rat, that this the rat is, a story is the true hero of this movie. Really? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Everyone keeps saying that, and I'm gonna tell you that you are wrong. This is a story about how <laughs> and that is two why you're people... wrong. <laughs> and that is why you're wrong. There you go. So this is the story about how two people cannot get over the fact that they failed, so they go out of their way to ruin a universe. <laughs> Had either Nat or Captain yeah. America not had gotten over their failure and it's not even like they were missing people it was their failure they even mentioned that several times well, you're right oh, yeah because yeah. neither one of them has anybody thor especially yeah. clint's still especially. alive and peggy's been dead forever so yeah so <laughs> they couldn't they couldn't stand the fact that they failed so they go out and they bring back 50 percent <laughs> of the population of the universe which is ultimately going to doom it because even as cap said earlier in the movie the world is getting better. And before anyone says it, yes, there was trash in the streets whenever Scott Lang came back. But that just looked that, like your average San Francisco street looks. in yeah. uh, Detroit. Yeah. I was going to say. That was actually that was the terrible. trash in the streets and all the tents and everything. That's just how San Francisco looks. They yeah. didn't have okay. to dress that up at all. They I've just, never been they to San Francisco, so I it, knew they were going the it, way of Detroit. It's, quite, it's very overrated. Don't go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Well, ap- apparently, a little side note. Apparently, it's a complete cesspool of homelessness and drug addiction now. And like poo. it's apparently just disgusting. <laughs> and but anyway, if you do like yeah. that, then go. So let's be honest. Look at the other aspect of that scene. He ran into a quiet child. Can anyone think of anything greater than a child that is quiet? Well, you've, you've got a point there. Yes, a child that is not in a movie theater. That's the greatest thing in the world. <laughs> I don't care if a child's in a movie theater as long as they're quiet. But they never Yeah, that it doesn't happen. <laughs> Neil deGrasse Tyson came out and was making fun of Thanos for saying, do you not understand the resources that exist in space? You don't need to get rid of people. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh speaking of of cap not being able to let go did you there was also cameos in that the uh support meeting that he was in make everyone guess who they are one of them was one of the directors well yeah, yeah. russo the guy he was talking to yeah yeah that was anthony so russo. joe Ru- joe russo was the guy telling the story but yeah, there was cool. another person in the room i think so, there's two was uh john cena there <laughs> you couldn't see him was dressed well, if, okay, if he was, we didn't see him. What? Uh, with the exception of Joe, who was the other two cameos? In that, in that room? Yeah. No, I have no idea. I have no, I don't, you yeah. told me, but I can't remember. Okay. I recognize who was Bruce the right? bald guy? Any guesses? The bald guy. I saw, I don't know. Are we the talking bulk? about the actor? or The, the actor. Uh, the bald guy was uh, Jim Starlin, the creator of Thanos. Okay. Now, yep. I am convinced that there's another cameo that that's going uncredited in that. The guy with Bruce the Wayne? floppy hair that they never actually focus on. He has the same build 
hair color and hairstyle as Foggy Nelson from Daredevil. Oh, mm. really? Hmm. Yeah. So I'm half convinced that they went, well, we're not able to do a Daredevil bit because right. of the Netflix bits, but we can have this unfocused guy that's played by the exact the same, same guy, guy as Foggy. Mm. Yeah, or somebody that looks and like that him. explains why he's crying the entire time. Oh, yeah, because they're all gone. A- an yeah. interesting part about that interview that I read from the guys, it wasn't from the Russos or from the other writers, just to be, just to clarify. But they were asked about bringing in the defenders, and they said mm. they it wasn't that it was a legal thing. It was that do we try to expect people like you were sitting next to today to understand who the hell the defenders are, yeah. or do we just say they were snapped away and we'll allude to it with Foggy sitting in the background? Yeah, I'm still kind of sad. <laughs> They'll get a movie. You watch. They'll get a movie. I don't know. Hopefully these guys never get another job and then have to go back to Marvel. <laughs> yes. I hope your acting career sucks. <laughs> you can come back. I'll tell you what. Most people in the MCU, their acting career is not going to suck. They're going to get cast for every stupid role that somebody can yeah. find because they'll be like, oh, you so good. You so good. All right. Next topic. Hi-oh. Fat Captain Thor. Marvel. Oh, I thought you were going to. Fat Thor. Well, as a fat man, I completely appreciate that. Really? Hated it? Oh, I loved it. Oh. So, hey, hey, man. It was good for a while, but it kind of got a little... Hey, man, that kid's back. He's calling me a dickhead. <laughs> Dude, I loved the big Lebowski Thor. Loved it. And I love that he, they even had a nod to it, like where Tony called him Lebowski. It was funny at first, but I thought it kind of turned into a mockery of Thor. Obviously, yeah. you're it not a It was a little a over the top, I think, like the whole blubbery... <laughs> you know, in the Asgard... It's his way of dealing with his failure. Yeah. So Nat and Cap obsessed over making things right, and Thor said, "Screw it, I'm gonna drink beer." Unless he's like drunk all the time. <laughs> but, yeah, you got he he doesn't come around until the very end. Yeah. yeah. I well, hate. I, I it go ahead, bad. Jared. My reason for not liking it was when it came. Same problem I have with Banner Hulk, or Professor Hulk, or Smart, whatever you want to call it. Smart Hulk. Um, when it came down to the fight. They were worthless. What fight? The end. He wasn't worthless. Oh, no. Thor wasn't Thor was well, going Thor, crazy. Besides yeah. Thor using his hammer to throw lightning, he wasn't buff enough to do the same yeah, damage that he did in Infinity War. But yeah. if he was, would Tony have to do what he did? Well, let's, Who knows? Which yeah. is, we don't know. But that was the, that was the writer's problem, end game. That, the, so <laughs> my other side of that, Hulk... Well, he was busted. The way he, well, the way he yeah. laughed off in, when they were in uh, <clears throat> New York about throwing things, I'm like, he's never going to be able to fight again. I laughed. Yeah. Uh, I laughed <laughs> like, too, too loudly. Like, my theater wasn't ruckus. They weren't quiet. They were a little in the middle. But I, I laughed out loud funny. at that. Cause I thought like, it was funny. <laughs> the problem is, is that that also proved that Banner didn't get the best parts of Hall. Right, yeah. well, and that's kind of how it goes. I think they did that on purpose in case they want to do another Hulk movie. Yeah, which would be great. Yeah, I don't think they ever will just because of universal uh, legal rights with distribution. Right. It's possible. And the other part is <clears throat> Hulk is OP too. Yes, yeah. I know. He is super OP. He could okay. take care of Thanos by himself. So my problem <laughs> is, my problem is, is I wanted to see that rematch. Well, because he got nice. his ass yeah. kicked the first time. That would have been nice. Was, I wanted to see Cap, Thor, and um, was it Tony who was the original with the three that yeah, came yeah, after yeah. him? And Hulk. Yeah. All try to go yeah. after him and all individually have issues. 
yeah. fighting him. I, I, and the th- the biggest thing that I liked was that Thor being Lebowski meant <laughs> that when Cap picked up Milnir, he was stronger than Thanos. Well, yeah. Hmm. I'm like, you give Cap a weapon and he's going to beat the sh- out of Thanos. Yeah. But, where Thor can't I, at I this so point. I was so hoping with Hulk, Professor Hulk that at some point in the big final battle, Banner... Or, you know, Professor Savage Hulk, Hulk say, would be released. All right, released. big guy, rematch time. And then, like, you know, yeah. Yeah. that's why Primal that's Hulk why I didn't like, like those two pieces. And he still, yeah. Primal Hulk would just go beat the. He still would have been busted up though from the gauntlet. Yeah. yeah. The, well, the if you read, the, the fact is that Hulk wasn't there gave us the opportunity for Cap to grab Mjolnir, right. which right. he clearly could use all along. Yeah, he's yeah. yes. pretending not to. Yeah. Well, that's why so, Thor, Thor yells badass out, all over. I knew all along. <laughs> yeah. And if you read the comics, he, Hulk he, is largely inconsequential in the Infinity Gauntlet series. He gets in a few punches here and there, but he's not really a part well, of the this picture. This story is not the Infinity Gauntlet. Had he been it's, Savage it's Hulk. Elements, but, but that yeah. was cool, though, how he was the one that did the, you know, bring everybody back, the snap to bring everybody no, back. No, the yeah. fact that Hulk did the first snap, which I thought was the snap to reverse it, was yeah. surprising to me. Yeah, I thought with as much attention that they were giving to Nebula, she was going to do it. Mm. Oh, so I'm going to talk about something kind of odd for me, but emotional reactions. Mm. And yes, just going off of a comment I heard off in the peanut gallery in the comics, uh, how it worked was Nebula got a hold of the gauntlet. But at the time, she was an insane villain who spent the last five issues in a state of living death. So her mind was completely gone. And what she did was she actually grabbed the gauntlet and went, well, I hate you, Thanos. So I'm going to go back to a day before, which the entire infinity gauntlet comic book lasted one less than one day. Mm. And it was great because she was dead. (laughs) So she she went back to being a corpse. Yeah wielding the infinity gauntlet and that's what how everyone came back in the comics yeah but no i think they missed the emotional cues for the like, snap for the re-snap? yeah for the snap because instead of having it where everyone would appear where you actually felt it you noticed everyone was back because birds started chirping. Yeah, it was on. Mm. Well, yeah. remember, he killed half the life in the universe. It's a yeah. subtle change, people, but... Yeah. yeah. Subtle but noticeable. They no also visible. took that moment and that opportunity to then think that you killed all the Avengers. Right. Because yeah. this ship just starts going... And I yeah. thought, holy crap! But Did even, not see that coming. Even going into it, we finally got Avengers assembled. Mm-hmm. And... In all three of my showings, no one cheered. Hmm. It didn't ours a little bit. Yeah. And Uh, that was the moment I was waiting for. In my mind, part of it was because it was Avengers. Wait a second. Hammer comes to his hand. Assemble. Had they mixed that up a bit, Hammer comes to his hand and he goes, Avengers assemble. That probably would have caused, been a bigger emotional hit. But also... Had they actually done it where whenever... I also think had um, Falcon been the first one out of the portal instead mm. of... Mm. Um, I think it was Strange, the, wasn't it? No, Black Panther. it was, um, it was Black, Black Panther, Panther. Oh, and the right. Wakanda crew. The Wakanda crew! And the problem was they set up emotional hits 
but then they waited a few seconds before they had mm. the payoff. So Falcon contacts them. You see Wakanda crew come out and they give a nod. And then Falcon flies through the portal. Had they had on your left and he turned, mm. the portal opens and Falcon flies through. Mm. I probably would have been out of my seat cheering. <laughs> yeah, that would have been and pretty awesome. I'm a hate-filled misanthrope. <laughs> Good work. Well, here's another one. Instead of Mjolnir just kind of starting to barely float, what if it had just gone? Whoosh? Yeah, that's kind of a lesser one. But it's, it's a, if, if I can't believe you guys are sitting here for the past five minutes trying to tear down this movie. <laughs> no, <laughs> what the hell. Why don't you guys go do not. some editing for DC? All right, they need the help. Yeah, this movie do. is gold. These are these are beat nitpicks. Yeah, the movie is perfect, and anyone who's and... asked said, "Hey, what did you think of Endgame?" I said, yeah. "It's perfect. It wraps up everything that it needs to wrap up." Yeah, I, I can't. I, I can't ask for more. Yeah. None of this takes away from the fact that I absolutely love the yeah. movie. I tell everyone yeah. it is the perfect finale for the Marvel universe. Yeah, or yeah. for the what Infinity they set up. This yeah. phase, yeah. But man, the battle though. Oh my gosh, that was awesome. I yeah. mean, just the, all these. Po- you think they're just gonna snap back the main characters? But no, it's just these portals are ships coming. Yeah, the There's Wakandan army. You had all of the uh, the Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah, guys. Like, who were all the Who were all the <laughs> ships and stuff? Was that Wakanda? Ravengers. Yeah. All the, oh, Ravagers. the Ravagers, yeah. yeah. It took my second showing to realize the Ravengers were there. Because I remember in my first showing, I'm sitting there and I'm I not paying attention to the credits because I'm just BSing with people. And mm-hmm. I look up and I see Sean Gunn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> where, like, was where was he? he? <laughs> and then I realize, oh, crap, those people in the red uniforms. Uh-huh. But they, yeah. um, I know the, the opening night crowd oh my gosh the people well besides the fact that every time a character came through a portal everybody mm. like different people were like screaming yeah. for their favorite characters but when you know the whole armies just went at each other everybody's mm-hmm. just like yelling yeah that means sylvester stallone was in this movie <laughs> and miley cyrus some horrors well that gives it an a plus for me yeah, but yeah, I mean, when like Ant Man punched the big uh, flying that, thing, people were just like, yeah, yeah. Well, and giant, then when Scarlet Witch, oh, that was the one I was waiting for because I was like, oh, she's, he's like, I don't even know you. Oh, you will, <laughs> you will, <laughs> right? So will. Yeah. That was amazing. I, I am going to mention the person that shall not be named, but Voldemort. I always say that Scarlet Witch. Captain Marvel should be on the same level as Scarlet Witch. Yes. And in this movie, mm. Scarlet Witch proved that she was awesome, mm-hmm. which I'm going to say I liked her in Civil War also. Yeah. But she is the perfect mix of overpowered but vulnerable. Yeah, because right. in this, she was going through and she was throwing out full-fledged assaults. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was pure offense. Mm-hmm. But offense. the moment anyone... <laughs> Captain Marvel was pure offense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, seriously. And you bring up a good point, and I wanted to circle back to Thor real quick. You're talking about an, a really powerful character that is emotionally flawed. Yeah. I'm personally glad that Thor wasn't up to 100% in this movie. Like, I'm really glad that they kept him fat and they kept him kind of underpowered. He was damaged. The dude is yeah. like, we've been seeing his entire psyche fracture over the last several movies like we've even talked about it on this podcast about how he's just kind of gone crazy i personally love the fact that they kept him like second guessing himself or thinking that he's you know and his whole when he finally gets mjolnir when he goes back in time and he's like he's so happy he's like i'm still worthy like he's 
I was afraid, honestly, that he was going to like get a bolt of lightning and become like fit fit Thor again. And I was thrilled that they kept him, you know, yeah. as so, Lebowski Thor. I actually loved his conversation with his mom. Yeah. Even no, though it yeah. was kind of boring totally unexpected. in a lot of ways. But she was actually the deciding factor in that he failed. Mm-hmm. He needs right. to get over that. Right. Yeah. Move on. And then whenever Lebowski. he comes back for the fight, yeah, he's fat. Yeah, he's a little bit slower. Yeah, he's not that bright, but he never <laughs> has been. And true. I, I'm going to give Thor Ragnarok its due. There you go. Hey, yeah. you well, liked Korg. No. The <laughs> easiest way to hey, ruin a scene is putting Korg in it. Oh, but I love that scene. <laughs> um, with Thor, they started in Ragnarok where he's kind of going through PSTD. Yeah, definitely. He lost and everything he cared. PTSD. <laughs> yeah. PSTD is the Marvel version of PTSD. Yeah. <laughs> And it, what they did with him in this movie is also a much better solution than what they did with him in the comic, where Thanos literally turns him to glass and shatters him. So Thor's out of the way. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a bit boring. This makes more sense. And speaking of redemption scenes with parents, there was a third scene that choked me up, and it's honestly when, when Tony was getting yeah. to talk to his father. That, that was, was yeah. an awesome mm-hmm. scene. That was I really, really enjoyed that Unexpected. Right. I did not expect it. And there was, was no sorry. big sappy moment when he gives him a hug. It was like he, he hugs him, and then it's like, oh, this is awkward. And then he goes, thank you for all you've done for the country. And he's yeah. like, oh, okay. Oh, that's cool. you know? <laughs> and then you see, and this, and it was cool for me because I'm not a comic book guy. It was cool for me to see Jarvis... Was yeah. Oh yeah. The Stark family butler. Yeah. Like that's pretty cool. The what only was TV I watching? Do to make the movies. I was watching Kevin yes. Smith's review of this movie, and he did not yeah. recognize. At least I got the impression that he didn't recognize that that Jarvis played Jarvis in Agent Carter on TV. See, and this is exactly, he was just like, oh, it's Jarvis. That's Jarvis. This I was is like, exactly yeah. what the writers were talking <laughs> about with bringing the defenders in. If Kevin freaking Smith does not right. understand who the hell Jarvis is, but yeah. I do. Yeah. How do you expect the common person that yeah. Alex sits next to today to be like, oh, well, that's from the Peggy Carter. Right. Yeah. When I saw him, I marked out. I was like, I did too. Jarvis. My, co- my cousin, who is, you know, newer to all this, she was like, I could hear her. She was sitting behind us. I could hear her be like, oh, it's Jarvis. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, so, yes. Yeah. So, yeah. so the a funny moment, going back to funny moment, funny moments. Cap with Stormbreaker and Thor with Minir. No, here. Like, like, you get the you get the little one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was <laughs> great. Cap, Cap is the best hand to hand fighter ever. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because he doesn't sleep and he does nothing else but study this crap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guarantee you he was grabbing Mjolnir when nobody was looking. And practicing. Probably. And watching <laughs> Thor and saying, yeah, that works. That doesn't work. That works. Yeah. That, that to me, was my favorite of the fighting. Yeah, scene. because he's, movie. he's swinging it around and throwing lightning and oh, yeah. smacking that's, people with it like yeah. he knew how to use it the that's whole time. It's not the first time he's grabbed that thing. Yep. The <laughs> <laughs> part where he goes up and he hits Thanos and jumps. Oh, oh gosh. Yeah. So comic. Yeah. That's yeah. straight Love out of the comics. Boof. <laughs> oh, and somebody pointed out today... Um, that if you you see him, you know how he throws the lightning and it yeah with it, uh he goes up 
And yeah. Thanos looks up and the lightning comes up underneath him. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, you can see that Cap knew what he was doing with it because yeah. he was even faking yeah. Thanos out. Like he's like, oh, I've watched Thor do this a few times. I bet I could do that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's done it before. Yeah. Then he's hitting the shield. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, he giant throw, man he shows throws up in the, the corner. Shield and like, oh my god! He throws the shield. Thanos <laughs> does it, and he throws Milnir and hits it from behind. Yeah, yeah. and knocks him Thanos forward. I was like, oh, oh, yeah, Christmas. Stuck on the one dude, um, one of Thanos' uh, arch minions. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, that yeah. is another thing that I loved about this movie. The villains that they made a big deal about in Infinity War they were, were just unceremoniously <laughs> yeah. killed. They just get slaughtered. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah, they should. I didn't even see Proxima Midnight except for one scene. That was when they, Mother Flash. Yeah, when they Never first came out. That was right. Yeah. The others, also, one dude always said, My sire, our troops. Yeah. <laughs> the only one who really stood a chance for a while was Ebony Maw. Yeah. 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 They actually showed, I know Proxima Midnight they showed dying because I noticed it in this last who, showing, who but I forget who, who it was. Oh. It was probably yeah. one of the girls. That would be it, my guess. It was just a, like a random. Oh, there's Proxima Midnight. Oh, she just died. Okay. She, she gone. <laughs> who, was, who was the she other gone. bad guy? The one that... Um, Corvus Glaive. Corvus Glaive. Yep. He had the big spear. The big, yeah. 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 Was, well, Wakandan check got her. Well, got him. And, Akoye? Yeah, but he, he had the big spear that, like, slashed through vision. Yeah, it was that guy. Yeah. yeah. Corvus Glaive. Black Panther running with the gauntlet. And oh, just watching oh, his, say this. just watching his armor continually charge up, and then yeah. he smack the ground. Yeah, yes, the three, like, the cool. three football pass offs to her, yeah. and um, or to Captain Marvel and Spidey and Black Panther. I'm like, just pass it to everyone. Yeah, I want to see this thing yeah. go yeah. around for like 20 minutes. So did anyone? <laughs> oh, dude, that's that's that? another thing that I loved seeing in this movie. So in uh, Spider-Man: Far From Home. It talks about the instant kill function on yes. his suit, but this one yeah. he actually uses right. it. Yep. Activate instant kill. And it was so amazing. Oh, people were <laughs> screaming over that one. That yeah. was awesome. So, again, a little emotional bit that I kind of picked up on. Did anyone else notice that um, the complete 180 that uh, the Black Panther did since Civil War? Whenever he first met Clint Barton in Civil War, Clinton went... I'm Clint. And he went, I don't care. And this <laughs> time he jumps in and goes, Clint, give it to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Yeah. yeah it, you can show that his character has developed a lot just going through Civil War to Black Tam mm -hmm. Panther to now. Because mm -hmm. honestly, I don't take the fact that he disappeared as, a, as the reason why his character's developed. It was developed during Black Panther. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that whole saga that he went through. Yeah. He's just become a more likable character. Oh, yeah. That was um, really cool. And definitely realizes that everybody has their place mm -hmm. uh, in I, the I like team. How, I like how Black Panther, when he comes, comes with the portal at the end, kind of gives him the nod, like, don't worry, yeah. dude. We yeah, know you've been we've got you. We got you back. And I was so jazzed to see uh, Hawkeye as Ronan. Mm -hmm. That was oh, really yeah. cool. I did not expect that at all. But it makes sense because his family gets killed, so he's you know he turns goes dark. nuts and starts going after all the bad guys. Yep, and just kills them, just slaughters them because he doesn't care. But Since we forgot in the Captain Marvel episode, let's talk yeah, about Stanley's cameo. I was just about to bring it up. Stanley's cameo. Yep the the yeah. last yeah. official the last official cameo we'll ever get. And unfortunately, it's probably his weakest. It was pretty lame. <laughs> yeah. But he was quite old and having lots of health issues towards right. the end. Right, but they made him young again. 
Yeah, it was yeah, 1970. It was April they, 1970. Yeah. yeah, but they made him young again, and hit the bumper sticker said, "Nuff said." Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so since we're talking left. about him, and this is like the end of an era, what? An let's era. go around and, and what? What is your favorite? Did you say era or your era. favorite? <laughs> he said era. What is your favorite Stan Lee cameo of all the all the movies? What's your favorite? The Watcher. That was a good one, but I like. Are you Tony Stank? Stank? Well, yeah, Tony I have to agree fun. with Dana there. That's my favorite. Tony Stank. I don't remember because he was doing <laughs> yes, them. Yes, yes he this is, is Tony Stank. Stank. You you forget, Stan Lee was in the original Daredevil movie, and Daredevil yeah. stops him. Like he's yeah, been in yeah. movies for thirty oh, yeah. years now, so yeah. it's I can't even remember them off the top of my head. Yeah. Yep. Has anyone other than maybe George Lucas earned more money in Hollywood than Stan Lee? Stanley does not make that much money well, just because the, I mean, of bundling I mean, rights. No, rephrase that. Sorry, did his creations? Earn no, money? no, no. Franchise-wise, no. Yeah, yeah. the this... answer. Uh, Star Wars is very close. But then again, since it's been sold to the mouse, none of that mo- money goes to right Lucas. I think the only and competition the you could probably it's... imagine is Disney as a whole before they bought these two properties. Yeah, might be a contender. Maybe. Well, the but, funny thing well, is, I'm yeah, s- maybe Walt Disney. Yeah, yeah. Walt Disney. I'm Disney s- from the 30s until they bought yeah. Marvel and D- Marvel and D- and Fox and all that. I'm sitting here thinking, and not as many characters as you think are made by Stan Lee in these. Exactly. Right. It's all the old. The ones. original Avengers. No, not even nope. the original Avengers. Captain America Spidey. was not made by him. It's pretty much Spidey, Iron Hulk. Man, Hulk. Not Black Widow. Not Hawkeye. Thor. No. Not Hawkeye? Not Hawkeye. Wasp. There's your original... No, not Wasp. Yes, Wasp. Was it Wasp? Ant-Man and yeah. Wasp. Oh, Ant-Man she was and Wasp. So we're up to five. And I'm struggling. So we're up to five out of 40-something. <laughs> it is a lot. Yeah. Yes. I think Scarlet Jim Witch? Start... Yes, Scarlet Witch, six. A Pepper Potts. Well, okay. Yeah. Not well, her happy superhero old. character. Well, we'll count her. We'll count our origins. She got a suit. She so, earned yeah. a suit. The people in the final battle. Yeah, so we're he, up to he seven. Did, he didn't create. Yeah. What, what's her name? Proton or whatever? Rescue. Rescue, yeah. yeah. Rescue has been within the last ten years. Yeah, that's how much I care. But. <laughs> Flirkin. Yeah. Although now her let's suit think was about cool. the creator that had a cameo in here and see how many characters he created. Drax. Oh, the Thanos guy? Yeah. Oh, Jim yeah. Starlin. Starlin. Yeah. Uh, I can never remember his name. Drax. He's uh, probably made Thanos. Didn't he do some Batman too? Oh yeah, he's the guy that killed Jason Todd. Yay. That's fine. And also created KG Beast and someone else that a lot of people recognize. He he commented that he made more money off of unnamed characters that were in the DCEU than having Thanos. <laughs> what else in the Still movie do we need stuff. to talk about? Um. Oh, what? How Cap? He came so, back old because he lived kinda, in the alternate yeah. reality, right? And then snapped back. I, I thought that was really cool. Yeah, I no, no. I see. Amazing. I don't think right he snapped back. Now. He had to. I don't think that he did. He yeah. lived through that time period no. and then knew to be there and sit in that bench. He couldn't because it's an alternate reality when you go back. Yeah, he he had to have snapped back. Yes. yes, not based on what she said. Yes, if you put everything back, it's the same reality at that point. Right. But he did, and then went back to 1945. So, why? Which makes a new timeline that he can do whatever the hell he wants to do, including grab a shield for Sam, because he knows, oh, I busted my shield. 
And then mm-hmm. the second that Peggy dies, and he's still around because he ages much slower, sorry, ages much slower than everybody else, he snaps back and says, okay, now it's time for me to go give this. So he never gave cat- back the Infinity Stones? Yeah, he did that first. Then how did he snap back? Because he's got It's wibbly wobbly timey wimey. It's no, okay. he would now be in the alternate timeline, so there's no way to snap back. Yeah, that's what the quantum realm is. That's, so that's he went back to before the change and then relived the life. Not relived it. He made his own. Well, remember what they said? They said once you return all of the stones, the timeline is restored. Yeah. So he saved the he, tesseract for last. For the last, maybe, and then maybe lived maybe through. Because it was so, on the base where the she thing, was working. So but the thing is, is Adam is that. When he didn't come back after five seconds, he missed that mark. Yeah, right. To but come can, back, but you can make your own mark. Well, they said the that he mark. would have any amount of time that he needed. Yeah, true. Now, did anyone else notice that Bucky knew he wasn't going to come back? Right. Oh yeah. Yeah, but Bucky's so, smart. Well, no, I, I hope they do this in the Cap and or Bucky and uh, Falcon series. No, but that's not going to work. That Falcon, that Bucky actually ran into him some point in the past. <laughs> Old but, Steve. Uh, See, I don't think that works with their theory. You think he jumped back into our fart 1945? Yeah, and yeah. just at lived the point in secret. When he, at the point when he and Stark took the Tesseract, mm-hmm. he could have stayed at that point and been in our timeline because he had reset it. He because, also could have done it in the alternate reality. The moment you throw in an alternate reality, you're just throwing extra complications into it. That's what the whole movie's about. See, the the reason single stone is an alternate reality. No, removing the stones creates alternate realities. Changing the past creates alternate realities. But they're all put back as soon as Cap goes. Yeah, exactly. He puts everything back, so he's still in our reality unless he changes it. Because Neo, because Neo saw the cat twice. That's how you know they changed no, something. <laughs> in a movie like this, the moment you include time travel, there's always going to be plot holes and tons yeah. oh, and yeah. tons yeah. of plot holes. Your life is a plot hole, Alex. Pretty much convinced that this is my personal hell, and everyone that exists is just demons out there to torture me. So it's extremely, extremely narcissistic of you. <laughs> Hi, I'm Alex. so with the big battle at the end we see all of the people come back and they come through the portals and these are all the people that are going to have new movies in the new phase whatever whatever so here's here's the thing that i'm this is the question i'm asking myself and i'm being very serious when i say this do i keep watching now and and risk them dis- and risk them destroying everything and turning it into SJW Avengers and yeah, I, whatnot. I'll give it a or shot. Or do I just do I just hang my hat up and say this was the most epic twenty two movie run ever to mm-hmm. exist and probably ever will exist in my entire life? I'm good. I don't think we're at risk of SJW Doctor Strange, <laughs> but my problem is, do I care about Avengers five? Because they have God on their side. Captain Marvel. Yeah. Princess Sparklefist tanked the Infinity Gauntlet. So. I don't know. Plus Feige is is stepping down as the head honcho of the MCU. So. 
That's what we'll I'm see. saying. I'm terrified of what the future is going to bring. Yeah, and I've, it's, I've it's really very been certain, but I'm going to give it I've a really shot. been wondering and asking myself, like, I'm going to watch Spider-Man Far From Home because I really love Tom Holland as Spider-Man. But after that, like, what, do I do I really want to keep watching? It's it's definitely something to ponder. Man, just do whatever you want. We'll see. <laughs> I'm going to keep watching. Oh, I know. I, I kind of figured that you got to prove to me that you're going to suck first before I stop. Watching. Right. That's what I'm saying. I'll, I'll go and watch it. If I don't like it, I'll say it. But see, I, I'll, I'll, I'm kind of on the line of, well, I've had this, you know, you had these emotional attachments to the original characters and stuff. Now that they're gone, I don't really see any point. I mean, well, I'll, go not see, all gone. I'll probably go see the movies, but I'm not going to be running out there for Thor, opening night and stuff Thor, like that. Hulk, the only one I might Fury, run to would be Ant-Man because I loved Ant-Man. Yeah. But honestly, I, I, yeah, I'm a little worried. The only the, ones uh, we're not going to see anymore be... is Tony Stark and Steve Rogers. And maybe so. Well, what no, what movies are actually confirmed? Not not rumors, but confirmed. I know Guardians of the Galaxy three is confirmed. Black Widow is that confirmed? That's confirmed. Ant Man has Strange how many more? Two and Black Panther two. Eternals. Oh yeah, Eternals. Eternals. We know almost nothing about that. How many more does Ant Man have? One or two? On the docket, none. Oh yeah, uh, his contract still has some, but. Who okay. knows what that means? Might so be. does Mark Ruffalo's. They right. might just be Avenger movies. Yeah. So they could show up in other movies, kind of like it looks like Thor's going to be in Guardians Three. Yeah. Hulk so might be in Doctor Strange. Might be. That would be a really good oh, one, actually. Kind of Thor and Guardians Three is going to be funny. I love how that. You, you say of course, but it's like you don't know. So you you know I'm in charge, right? Of course. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but my point is, you have to suck first before I start even yeah. thinking about it. No, yeah, exactly. It's I'm not to give DC. it a chance. That's a good, it's yeah. Not the DCEU. I'm not, yeah. I'm like Obviously, I'm going to give it a chance. I'm movies. just saying I'm worried. I'm a little worried. Yeah. The only movie oh, yeah, that Shang Chi. Yeah. That's another one. Oh yeah. I'm scrolling down that's the list. That's the other Jim Starlin creation. And that's oh, the one right I'm not, now. I'm not sure. Jared has the list. Yeah. yeah. The only one that's confirmed that I'm hesitant about is Princess Sparkle Fist Two, because mm. again, yeah, her first one, her challenge wasn't. They're more powerful than me. Her challenge was, who am I? The only thing they could do with Captain Marvel would be if they said the Power Stone really hurt her. Knocked her down in a few notches. Yeah. Just, just to ge- more generalize it, she mm. needs to lose her powers. Yeah. Yeah. And deal with becoming human again instead mm-hmm. of God. I heard a rumor before this movie that in the opening scene, they were going to go fight Thanos with a damage gauntlet. And... He was going to drain her powers to recharge the space stone. And I thought that's the greatest thing ever because they weaken her so that she's actually has a chance to be a challenge. Mm -hmm. But it also opens up the other ideas that because I originally thought that it was going to be they get a hold of the stones and have to go back and recharge them. Those Those are all the ones I've read. So, Jared, you have the list of confirmed Movies? There's a ton of rumored. Yeah, those are the official... Actually, none of those have been named, but they're dated. Yeah, there's ones that are rumored that are like... Just for you. Yeah. Spider-Man Far From Home this year. Black Widow likely 2020. Internals likely 2020. Black Panther 2 2021. Doctor Strange 2 2021. Hmm. Uh... Shang Chin, unknown. Shang Chi, whatever. Guardians of the Galaxies Volume Three, likely twenty twenty three. Jeez. And then that's the end of the confirmed yeah. list. 
They just brought Gun back. Uh, so does anyone else split. find it suspicious that Gun gets fired, writes the Suicide Squad two script, and then gets rehired about the time it's finalized? No, hmm. not at all. Yeah, I think his contract said that he couldn't work for another DC while he worked for Marvel, but he really wanted to write that script. So he's like, okay, well, you can fire me over something stupid, let the fan outrage happen, and then rehire me after it's done. Dude, <laughs> if that was the case, they picked the way worst possible thing they could have picked for the quote-unquote stupid reason for firing him. <laughs> Well, it was also still. It was also in the uh, the the height of the Me Too movement. So exactly, that's yeah. kind of my point. So is that it? We all done? Yes. So what? Are, stay tuned next time for when we talk Game of Thrones. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, it's it, it. I was I was watching it aggressively, trying to catch up um, before the eighth <laughs> season started. I'm aggressively and watching. It 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 took me like three or four weeks to watch all of it. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't take long. Ten yeah. episode seasons. Yeah. The problem is, it's something that I actually need to pay attention to, and that time is. That is very, very true. That is not yeah. a show you can watch. And no, do yeah, you can't no. follow it and be not first be three, watching. Well, you can still watch a couple episodes a day then. <laughs> well, the point is, Game of Thrones will be next. Yep. Yay! Yes. Coming out. Well, and it's ending, so we'll be able to talk to talk about it being over I'd, yay i'd love to talk hellboy but it came out at the worst time in the world yeah oh that's I also right heard i heard it was like that. the worst movie ever no it was actually really I good okay. i liked it. it you saw it? i need yeah. to see it i wasn't able i to. i was it's not worried because i didn't i hellboy to me is ron perlman yeah so Amen. i was as much as i i like the guy they got to play him and he grew on me really quickly but going in, I was worried that I wasn't going to like it because it wasn't Ron Perlman. Mm. And I came out actually liking what they did with it. That was good. Um, as a reboot to that series. So, And I'm looking forward to the next one. Well, whoever did their marketing sucks because yes. I didn't even realize it had come out yet. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was, it was poorly marketed in a time right when Shazam was coming out. Mm-hmm. So and it Avengers got was on the rise. It, between Captain Sparklefish and Shazam and Captain this... Sparkle Captain fish. Sparklefish! Captain <laughs> Sparklefish! Yes! <laughs> and we found the name of the episode. Uh, Please, someone Photoshop that for me. Um, <laughs> between yeah. Shazam, her, and this, it kind of got overlaid. A lot of movies have uh, in the last like month or two. There's a, been a bunch of movies I've wanted to see, but I haven't seen. Yeah, but if it would have come out in like a week or two... Perfect. Everyone's yeah. gone to see Endgame. Yeah. They're looking for something. Yep. Oh, let's go see this. But no, they put it in the middle of all the superhero movies. Yeah. So yeah, we'll have some more to talk about. Soon. Yeah. No one cares. Bangladesh doesn't. Yes. Bangladesh loves us. <laughs> well, someone, we love you too, Bangladesh. Someone in Bangladesh listened once. Once. Thank you. <laughs> and to our <laughs> listeners in America's hat. That's right. Thank you. You suck. play us out keyboard cat hey 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 stay fresh cheese bags yes I was waiting for it but it wouldn't be nothing
Impossible as it seems, there was a time when I was unaccustomed to wine. It's fun. Look at the fun we're having. 